Welcome to We Are the Guard, the Arkansas National Guard's podcast. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Brian Mason, your host. On this episode of We Are the Guard, we're speaking with Specialist Hannah Lomax. She's assigned to the 106 Army Band, 871st Troop Command, 87th Troop Command. Specialist Lomax, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Awesome. So I'm Hannah Lomax. I'm currently a sophomore um, at Arkansas Tech University, and I'm actually double majoring in biology, biomedical, and music performance in French horn, which is complete opposites of each other, but they're two very large pieces of who I am and what I want to pursue. Um, so I've been playing the French horn for about eight years now. And when I was a senior in high school and the time came to apply to all these colleges, the largest question I got from everyone I knew is, well, what do you want to major in? What do you want to do with your life? And I couldn't choose between the two. It truly broke my heart to not major in music because I've grown to love it so much over these past few years. And it's been the greatest decision I've ever made. They are very hard to manage, but um, Arkansas Tech is staffed with a wonderful music faculty and again in the the science department as well. And they just work with me so much and truly make it possible to do so. Well, great. Hannah, welcome to We Are the Guard. By the way, how long have you been in the Arkansas National Guard? I've been in the Guard for about two and a half years now, and this December will actually be my third year. And what led you to joining our organization? So it's actually a funny story. Um, my dad served as a Navy corpsman and for about 15 years. And so I always grew up with that military mindset. Um, and I always grew up with the image of myself one day joining a branch. It wasn't necessarily the Army in particular. Just I wanted to join a branch. And... A recruiter came to my high school and was telling me about all the amazing opportunities with the Arkansas National Guard. And so I looked into it, looked into it, and that's whenever I came across the 106 and fell in love instantly. I knew it was exactly where I was meant to be. Went through the joining process and come to find out my grandfather actually played in the same band several years ago. So it's pretty cool to kind of carry on the family tradition um, of service, but also being in the same unit. So there's a special purpose for you being on the show today, and I do want to talk about that extensively. Uh, how did you get involved with the Miss Arkansas circuit? So I was just like every other young girl in Arkansas. You grow up watching the Miss Arkansas pageant. It's just something on TV. And then as well with the Miss America pageant, it's really cool as a young girl to sit back and see all these pretty dresses, all these well-spoken young women on the stage answering these very hard questions. Um, about halfway through high school, I decided I wanted to get into pageantry. It was just local things, um, no title of big assistance and it was just for fun. It was the best decision I've ever made because pageantry has shaped me into who I am today. I'm as well-spoken as I am because of pageantry. I can meet people from all walks of life and connect with them on an instant notice because of pageantry. Um, it really shapes these young women into really strong leaders of tomorrow. And it's, I love them. <laughs> okay. So girly girl to put on this uniform and go to basic training. Culture shock? A little bit, <laughs> but not really because um, I was raised with the military mindset. So I, yes, I can be this girly girl, but on a dime, I can flip and go to basic training. Basic training was hard. It's hard for everyone who goes, but it wasn't hard for me in the adjustment period because I grew up with that 
yes, sir, no, ma'am. First time rule. Don't ask questions when a leader asks you to. So all of that transitioned into the army very smoothly. And it's not been the easiest thing in the world, but it's been easier than others. So tell us what the future looks like in terms of your journey to the Miss Arkansas pageant. So my journey to the Miss Arkansas pageant has been a very fast paced transition. Um, I was one of the last individuals to be crowned of this season. I was only crowned about five weeks ago. Crowned what? As Miss City Lights. (laughs) I was uh, received my title as Miss City Lights just about five weeks ago. And it's been a whirlwind of activity getting ready for Miss Arkansas in the aspect of clothing and a lot of the behind the scenes work of interview practice, um, talent practice, making it better than it already was, and a lot of paperwork behind the scenes. Um, But I'm just so excited to go to Miss Arkansas this year. It will actually be my first year to go. So um, the Miss Arkansas organization calls those individuals first time going to the stage alphas, and they have specialized awards, um, scholarship awards that these individuals can compete for and ultimately receive. Your reaction to being crowned Miss City Lights. Um, I can picture it in my head, but tell our listeners, how did it feel? It was, it looked like your typical pageant win. Um, I did cry <laughs> because I had put so much effort into this. I've tried so hard. And throughout the past year of me working and dealing with COVID and pushback after pushback and all this perseverance that I had to continually maintain throughout the process, it was like all my hard work finally came to bloom and everything I worked for finally happened. It was so surreal. And being in this type of competition, it's not just an image. Oh, definitely not. What else? It's another part of me. It's not just me having this title. It, me and the title are almost the same because of throughout the competition. It's not just putting on a fancy dress and smiling and saying a couple words on stage. There is an interview and it's about 10 minutes long and we get asked from everything over the sun. Um, the volunteers that they have put in place for these judges are truly amazing because I realized that it's not, I realized that it's not just simply these individuals winning something. It is these individuals putting in all this work behind the scene to become this individual. It's not just simply winning a title. Explain your platform and what your goals are regarding your support for that particular platform. So my platform is called Letters of Hope, and I have made it into this very personal experience and use it as an outreach. So whenever I was in basic training, it's imagine you're five years old and it's Christmas morning. You just you're so excited to get letters from home. It's what you look forward to every day because that's the only form of contact you have with your friends and family while in basic training. And so I remember just pouring over these words from home and writing letters late at night because that's all the time we had. And I depended on these letters from home. They are what got me through and they are what made me strong when I wasn't. And it truly broke my heart to look around and see my friends that I have gone through so much with not receive any support from home through the entire two and a half, almost three months. So when I got home, that's something that really stuck with me was that sadness that I truly felt for them. And so that's when I decided I wanted to do something about it. And I found this organization called Operation Gratitude. That's exactly what they do. They host letter drives and donation drives for our nation's military all the way 
from all branches, from basic graduation all the way to veterans and their caretakers, their families, um, deployed and stationed, and as well as first responders to kind of be that bridge between civilians and military and let them know, hey, we do care about you. We support you. Even though your family and friends may not, you still have a support system. Good deal. How do the Army values um, tie into what you're doing now in terms of pageantry? The Army values are also practically a perfect mirror image of my own values because I was raised in that manner. It's just something I was raised to do. So, again, being in the Army was a smoother transition than normal for me than your typical person. Um, these army values, they, they're just foundation pieces. I can see them carrying over so well in the Miss America organization and the Miss Arkansas as well. The largest for me are, you know, duty and integrity and respect. Those are my top three because receiving a title, receiving a preliminary title or a state title in its own, you have to be, very respectful of all individuals. You just have to be a respectful person because you never know who you're going to meet. You could wake up and meet a five-year-old girl who is a huge fan and wants to grow up to be just like you. Or you could wake up and meet somebody who thinks pageantry is sexist. You just have to be constantly aware of who you're going to run into, but also in the same manner, be able to speak your mind and stand up for yourself and not let people necessarily walk all over you. But you have to do so in such a manner that you don't offend people. And that is something that I am will always be grateful for, for the Miss Arkansas organization, because they teach these young women how to speak their mind and speak it clearly without offending anyone in the process. Has pageantry been sexist in the past? I can see how it has been viewed that way, especially with the swimsuit competition before they got rid of it about two years ago, I want to say, with uh, Miss America 2.0. We don't do the swimsuit competition anymore. It's much more interview-based, and it's much more of an intellectual competition. What were your thoughts on that? Just let's say that they uh, hadn't even considered yet eliminating the swimsuit competition. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? I'm honestly, I'm on the fence about it. I can see how it can be sexist because it is a two piece swimsuit and you normally only see girls who are your typical size zero super fit win these titles. And for me, but that was before I got started in the competition itself. And that was such a barrier for me because I wasn't necessarily comfortable doing that. A lot of anxiety. Yes, a lot of anxiety. And it makes me applaud these young women who have such a high self-confidence and they're so sure of themselves that walking across the stage in a swimsuit isn't the hardest thing in the world. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they don't get nervous because we absolutely do. I've competed in a swimsuit before. It's nerve wracking. But at the same time, it's also very empowering to walk across the stage, be confident and smile your way through it. It is so empowering because once you get off that stage, you feel like you're on top of the world and you can do anything you want. You feel the same way about putting on the uh, uniform? Oh, 100 um, percent. I do know that there are some individuals who don't necessarily believe that women should be in the military. And that is something I've had to run into. And especially with the new PT test coming out, that is a very major consideration is, OK, well, we've gotten rid of gender scoring. 
But should it be that way? Because there are anatomical differences between a male and a female. You tell. Males, um, they genetically will run faster because of the higher testosterone levels than the females. They are, at, on average, stronger. They run faster. They can just do physical activities better than an average female just because of our differences. Triceps muscles are larger. Pectoral muscles are exactly. larger. It exactly. just, I guess it makes sense that way, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you look at our organization, our demographics, uh, I think about 20 to 22 percent, if it's even that high, are females mm -hmm. in uniform, in the Arkansas National Guard, that is. Across the Army, it's probably pretty similar. But we're an all-volunteer organization. Yes. So not every young lady's going to raise that hand and say, I want to be part of this. And that's completely Thankfully, okay. Thankfully, you have. Thankfully, Sergeant Peters has. Um, but I have to ask the question, and it's only because leaders are consistently um, trying to get a feel for what's going on within our organization. And we often have these uncomfortable conversations using those terms, sexism and racism. And now mm -hmm. we're talking about extremism to yes. a large degree. Um, so you haven't been in uniform for very long. Mm -hmm. um, have you had any negative experiences so far? From leadership? From I have not. Anyone. From leadership, I have been blessed to not. Um, now through other people within the ranks, through basic training, there were some instances. But I was... I'm so thankful for the drill sergeants that I had at basic training because they really instilled in the females there that you do not need to allow yourself to be walked over. Don't allow it. Do not allow it. Train harder. Step up first. Put so yourself the, in these situations. So the message might be, if you hear the cajoling, if you hear the sexual harassment, mm -hmm. point it out. Say, I don't appreciate that. Exactly. Deal with it directly. And if that behavior continues, then what? Get your battle buddy. <laughs> battle buddies carry over. And honestly, it's that's why I'm so thankful for the leadership that the Arkansas National Guard does have. It is good leadership from every experience that I've had. Um, I can go and talk to any of my sergeants about serious situations if I have to, and I can trust that they will be taken care of and that I will not be reprimanded for speaking up for it. Now, I do know that not every unit is like that, but that's why I'm stepping up and I'm speaking out because I want to continually push it to the young women of Arkansas that it's okay for them to speak up. It's okay to break that glass ceiling because that's what we need to do. Do you think it takes a great deal of personal courage to stand up on a stage uh, in a dress like the one we've got hanging right here, <laughs> or had hanging right yes. here? Yes, 100%. Um, I know it's the same for me and all of these girls who compete. There's just something about wearing a formal gown and speaking on stage. We don't know what it is because it's not necessarily a stage fright or a public speaking issue. It's combining two different things because normally 50 years ago, women were the ones at home looking pretty, not necessarily saying much. 
That's what I love about pageantry. They're kind of bringing up the old and modernizing it, putting this twist on it. So that's why I actually do love competing in evening gown. It's one of my favorite portions of the competition because I get to wear this dress and I get to be gorgeous, which I love doing. Um, It's so empowering, but also getting to speak my mind about something I really care about and how I'm going to pursue that even further is... It's amazing. It's so empowering. Good. So um, we talked about the Army values quite a bit already. I just want to ask you, which one is the most important? To me, personal courage. Um, COVID-19 and the shutdown, being away from all of my friends at school. I'm a social butterfly. I love to talk. And my friends are a major support system in my life. So being away from those, I almost went into this shell. I dealt with a pretty severe amount of anxiety and pageants weren't going on. School wasn't going on. You couldn't leave the house because of quarantine. And I really had to develop personal courage more than the army had already instilled in me because I felt myself going into a corner. I didn't want to be in that corner. Yes, it was scary. All of a sudden going to school and playing my instrument for my friends was terrifying when it wasn't before because I had been out of that environment for so long. And that's why I'm so grateful to pageantry because once COVID-19 did slow down enough, it was, we started having competitions again and getting out and getting out. And over the past six months, I've made more growth than I ever did in high school in the four years alone, because it's constantly pushing my boundaries, pushing my, what I think to be my last limit and going even further than I ever thought possible. We've got a lot of listeners, Hannah. So if you could send a message to other soldiers about um, this experience uh, or future soldiers who are Mm -hmm. considering a career in the Arkansas National Guard, what would it be? Don't be scared. Fear is just inside of your head. I promise you it is not as large as you think it is. And normally what helps me the most whenever I get really scared going on stage or I have to do something for the army or going to basic training, just talk out loud. All of a sudden speaking these words out loud and giving them volume all of a sudden takes a huge amount of weight away. But it's okay to be scared. But pushing past fear itself is growth. Everybody gets scared. I still get nervous to go on stage and speak. I still get nervous before I go into an interview room, even though it is hands down my favorite portion of the competition, because I love to speak about myself and show how I balance everything in my life beautifully. And because I can tie it back to different aspects in my life. Where'd you go to basic training? Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. So they pushed you off a rappel tower. Yes. Or I'm sure you had enough personal courage just to go down without being pushed, right? Gentle shove. (laughs) Uh Okay. So your message to people thinking about joining the Guard is you can do this, even if you're a girly girl. Just jump off the deep end, do it. You will never regret it, I promise you. You become such a strong and well-grounded individual. Um, The military is just amazing at shaping individuals into true high-functioning members of society who can go out in the civilian side of things and do amazing things just like they can on the military side. What are your goals here in the Arkansas National Guard? To continually push myself every day. Um, Because the band is filled with specialists and above because we enlist as specialists, 
the promotion opportunities are few and far in between just because of the slots that we have available. So pushing myself every day, either in my physical fitness or how well I am educated in the military side of things and civilian, it's just something I choose to do every day. Every month I come ready for drill, prepared to do whatever I'm asked to do and not only do it, but do it well and do it successfully. When you told your parents that you're joining the National Guard, what was their reaction? My dad, 100% no fear because he had been there. He knew exactly what I was going through. My mom, fear. (laughs) She didn't necessarily want me to do it because I was her baby girl. She was scared for me. She said, are you sure? Are you sure you want to go to the Army? We will help you pay for college. Are you sure? But I showed them with my confidence in myself, I really want to do this. Here's my plan. Here's why. Here's how I'm going to do it. She came around fairly quickly. And now she is the most supportive person I have. Is being involved in the Miss Arkansas pageant, are they going to know that you're a citizen soldier? Not necessarily. No, they don't. Um, I do have a military platform. And that is a obviously very large aspect of who I am and something that I love to do. But I leave that in the interview room. That's a majority of where it comes from. And that's something I've been told to pursue. Keep telling that story because it's one they don't hear very often. What are your hopes for the Miss Arkansas pageant and beyond? Because we know you're going to win. <laughs> well, it's very generous of you to say so. But it just goes back to this growth. It really does. That's been the largest thing on my mind for a couple of years now. Don't stop. Keep moving. Keep pushing those boundaries. Keep growing past them. And it's so cool to look back and see how much I've done in just the past month alone. It's insane. And it just makes me so excited to continually pursue and continually do my best in this organization and to keep bringing light to things that aren't necessarily talked about a lot, but need to be talked about because without communication, there is no growth. So what are some of your most memorable experiences you've had in the Arkansas National Guard? For me, a lot of those experiences that I hold near and dear to are in training because I was actually only in my unit for three months before COVID hit and shut everything down. So my experiences in the unit are much limited, much more limited because of just the situation that we've been placed in. So for me at basic training, it was every FTX. I loved going on a FTX because we're taking out of this environment and we got to see our leaders in a different light. And Honestly, in my case, it was more laid back than it was at the barracks because they loved to be there, too. These drill sergeants are teachers at heart. A majority of them are. And then at AIT, it was graduation because everything that we've cultivated over the past two and a half months there all came to a front at graduation. And that was something that our parents could actually come out to and our friends and come and see this individual that we've become. Because truly, whenever you go through the entire initial training process after you first join, you do come out a different individual. Do you have a military role model? Who is it? What about them inspires you? It's not a single military role model. It's the women that came before me, the men and women that came before me that serve. I serve to carry on the tradition and the uniform for those who can no longer.
So do you have a similar role model with the pageantry, uh, Miss Arkansas or even Miss America? Who is it? Savvy Shields, Miss America 2017. She was Miss Arkansas's outstanding teen. She aged up and was now in the Miss Division, which is now 18 to 25. And it was her very first time competing at Miss Arkansas. She won Miss Arkansas her very first try, went to Miss America, ultimately won Miss America. And she is the sweetest soul you will ever meet. She just has the it factor. She has this light that when she walks into the room, you just, you just know the environment is different. Um, she is somebody I've truly looked up to. I joke around with my director and my parents and my coaches and say, I'm channeling my inner savvy. I'm channeling my inner savvy. And that is a phrase that puts me in that right mindset and gives me the confidence and it eliminates basically all of my fear because as a first timer at Miss Arkansas, you do meet some girls who have been there for three, four years who know all ins and out of the system, exactly what to expect and know it like the back of their hands. And it can be intimidating, but I just tell myself I'm channeling my inner savvy. It just matters what I do, what I want to bring to the table and how well I want to do it. So when you're downrange with the M16, M4, do you channel your inner, inner savvy down there? <laughs> no. Um, it's like a switch goes off and I can turn on a dime because they are, they're both me. They're both myself and they just flow together so much so that I don't really know where the line is anymore. Um, that's something I love to do and I've loved to do since basic training. I love to go to the range. I just think it's so much fun to get to shoot a really cool weapon that not everybody necessarily has the chance to. So these two activities, serving in the National Guard and competing for Miss Arkansas title, do they fit together? My initial thought? No. I've been asked this question so many times because whenever you look at them on a black and white level, there's not really any similarities between the two. But whenever you actually bring them to life and really kind of see how I bring them to the table, that's when you start to see the comparison between the two. Because then suddenly the Army values are also the major foundation pieces to being a good title holder and being a good role model and ambassador for these young women of Arkansas. So my first reaction, no, but from forcing them to go together, they've blurred so much. I don't know where, where the division is anymore. Yeah. So you got a lot of listeners here in the guard. A lot of your 106 army band peers and leaders are going to be listening to this particular podcast. What do you want to tell them? Just thank you for everything you do. All of your hard work is truly making a difference in Arkansas. Even whenever the moments gets hard and you get down and you really don't think it is, I promise you it has a much larger impact than you really believe it has. Because believe it or not, there is always someone watching. And even before I received my title and became Miss City Lights, there was always somebody watching me because I'm a double major. I'm the only military person in my college band. Somebody is always watching for the good and the bad. So don't be afraid to push these boundaries. Do something that you're afraid to do. Get out of this comfort zone and continue making a difference in Arkansas. Again, we're speaking with Specialist Hannah Lomax, 106 Army Band and a contestant in Miss Arkansas pageant this year. Good luck to you, Hannah, and thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. 